Hello there. I'm your host, Dr. Evelyn. Thank you for listening to the prayer series. I am glad to have you on our channel. Today, I'll be talking about United Prayer or Corporate Prayer. United Prayer is the kind of prayer where a group of people lift up their voices to God at the same time and with one accord for a specific prayer point. There are three principles or guidelines that govern this kind of prayer. Principle number one, it is a group prayer meeting comprising of two, three, or more people. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, he is there in their midst. Principle number two, they are united in purpose. All the members present are aware of what they are going to be praying about. They have the prayer points or they know the reason why they have gathered together to pray. Principle number three, the prayer meeting must be done in decency and in order. And I think that is where sometimes a lot of people have problems with um, corporate prayer because some um, criticize it for being disorganized and uh, chaotic. But you must ensure that members are in agreement of what to pray about. There must be a leader who sometimes will call out the prayer points one after the other, but the entire congregation will lift up their voices at the same time and with one accord in unity and pray to God about the same thing. This is the kind of prayer that sometimes, depending on your religious beliefs or the denomination that you belong to, you may not be familiar with. However, anyone who is a Christian or is seeking to understand what Christianity is all about knows that the basis of our faith is the Bible. Therefore, please keep an open mind as we explore examples of united prayer from the Bible. I will share examples from the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, we read the story in Chronicles where one day King Solomon assembled all the people of Israel before the Ark of the Covenant, which was symbolic of the presence of God. Among the huge crowd were 120 priests who had trumpets and singers who had various instruments of music, cymbals, harps, and different things. This large number of singers and musicians joined together with the priests with trumpets and as one began to make one sound to praise and thank the Lord. They lifted up their voices and with the trumpets and cymbals and instrument of music, praised the Lord saying, He is good for his mercy endureth forever. Whilst they were doing this, an awesome thing 
happen. The Bible says that the house of God was filled with the glory of God. And there was a, a cloud that filled the entire house of God, so much so that the priests could not stand to minister. You may be saying to yourself right now, I have never seen such a thing before. Well, if we want to experience God the same way as the children of Israel did, we must do what they did. We must have and participate in services where the whole congregation will lift up our voices together with the singers, the musicians, including the priests, and everyone present with one accord as one sound will praise and thank the Lord for his goodness and for his mercies. Some of us sometimes allow religious thinking and traditions of men to hinder us from experiencing God in a deep and supernatural way. Is it any wonder that our faith is weak and others even think God is not real because everything seems lifeless and we are just going through the motions? My friend, I want to um, tell you today that God is not dead. He is alive and he's in the now just as he was in the days of the Bible. I have witnessed the power of God and his presence mightily in different revival meetings as the people of God lifted up their voices with one accord, praying and worshiping God. It is in one of such meetings that I saw a woman who had been blind for 21 years, received her eyesight and was fully restored. She could tell the um, preacher all the colors around, walk around. I mean, the, the congregation were in great jubilation. The point is that this woman became blind when she gave birth to her daughter. And it was her daughter who had brought her to this meeting. And you should see how this young lady was jumping up and down with great joy and crying because the mother even didn't know how she looks like. I will never forget that sight. And we must understand that this thing happened as the presence of God inhabited the praises of his people. So as you can see, God is still working in our day and in our time. If only we will spend time to unite with one purpose, with one voice, and with one accord, lift up praise and worship or prayer unto the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The second example of united prayer we will see is in the book of Acts. We read the story of Peter and John when they went to the temple at the time of prayer. At the entrance of the temple was a man who was a cripple since birth. He always sat at the gate called Beautiful and asked for money as people entered the temple. Just as in our modern times, you may have seen this 
all the time as you drive to work, or sometimes if you live in the States, as you walk into a Walmart or some other stores, somebody will ask if they can have a dollar. The same thing was happening during the times of the apostles. But Peter recognized that what this man really needed was to be healed. His entire life depended on other people. He had to be carried to the temple daily. He had been a cripple from birth, and he was now around 40 years old. Therefore, Peter commanded in the name of Jesus for him to be healed. And after prayer, Peter lifted him and his feet and ankle bones were strengthened by the power of God and he began to walk, leaping and praising God. A notable miracle had just happened, which created a big scene at the temple. All the people who had come to the temple for prayer at that time rushed to where Peter, John, and the healed man were standing. Peter seized the moment and began to talk to them about the Lord Jesus and how they can be saved from their sins. But the religious leaders were not happy with what has just happened and arrested Peter and John for questioning, threatened and warned them to stop teaching or preaching in the name of Jesus. My dear friend, a miracle had just happened. A 40-year-old man, crippled from birth, had just been healed. The crowd were astonished that the healed man is walking, leaping, and praising God. On top of that, 5,000 people had believed on the Lord Jesus Christ when, G um, when Peter preached. But none of these results meant anything to the priests and Sadducees. Do you see how you can be blinded by traditions and religious thinking? I guess the attitude of the priests were like, this is the time of prayer at the temple. What is all this confusion about? Did You may ask, did the religious leaders expect God to move when they pray? Or it was now a form and a ritual and they a form and a ritual that they go through. But now the early church is under siege. They cannot teach or preach in the name of Jesus. But what did Peter and John do? They went to their own company. The disciples who believed the same things as they did. The power in the name of Jesus and were witnesses of his death and resurrection. How were they going to carry out the great commission of the Lord Jesus Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. So they had to do something about the situation. Peter and John reported all that has happened just as I have narrated to you. And then the Bible says, the whole disciples, or you will say the congregation, they agreed with one accord, that we are going to lift up our voices and pray unto God. And in us, we see the prayer recorded that it said, um, the rest of the disciples, when they heard this, 
they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. And they asked for three things. They asked for boldness to preach the word of God. Secondly, they asked that the Lord would stretch forth his hands to heal. Thirdly, that signs and wonders will be done by the name of Jesus. Beloved, the church or Christianity is at a crucial time in the history of mankind. Pay attention to the news around the world and you will know how Christians are being persecuted for their faith. If there is any time that churches, ministries, believers must lift up our voices to God with one accord, it is now. The early church did not form a committee or send a delegation to negotiate on their behalf with the religious leaders. They appealed to the righteous judge and went boldly to the throne of grace. And what did we see? The results were that when they had prayed, the Bible says the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke the word of God with boldness. We are also aware of the numerous miracles that happened after that, that even the shadow of Peter healed the sick that were laid on the streets. Beloved, if, um, if there is any time that we, the church has to rise up in united prayer or corporate praying, praying on specific things, agreeing with one accord and lifting up our voices to God, it is now. It is now time to bring back the glory into the house of God through united prayer, which releases the corporate anointing. Thank you so much for staying with us up to this end. God bless you richly. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please subscribe to our channel and also visit our Facebook page. You will find the link below this video and like our page and check out other materials that we have for you. God bless you. And next week, don't miss it. I'll be teaching on a very, very important subject, the prayer of intercession. You don't want to miss this one. God bless you.